Hello, BGT listeners. I am so excited for you to hear this episode. It's a solo this week with just me and the gals. Um, This week, we talked about a lot. We talked about fancy events and not feeling like you belong. We talked about the Black elite. And we even talked about a whole bunch of clubhouse topics that are ridiculous, but I wanted to get the ladies' takes on them. Please enjoy this episode. Don't forget to rate, comment, and subscribe. As always, we love you for listening. Enjoy the episode. Hey, group chat. I know y'all see my text. There's tea to be spilled. Each week, we're bringing you our unfiltered take on culture, news, dating, and our lives as Black millennial women. We're coming to y'all with the honesty and eye rolls that only a text chain with your girls can. This is Black Girls Texting with Chelsea, Glenn, and Shade. Welcome back to another episode of Black Girls Texting. I'm recording live from Oaxaca City, ladies and gentlemen, so bear with me. But I am joined by the lovely Chelsea Pinky and Ben yes. Stabrat. Say hello. What's poppin'? Hey. If this sounds ratchet, it's because Shadi's in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Yes, I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> it's giving a little bit robotic sounding right now, at least in my ears. Don't know about y'all <laughs> listeners. A little bit Digimon wow. sounding. She's in wow. the metaverse. She's <laughs> in the metaverse. Oh, you guys are so funny. You guys are hilarious. Well, I guess we'll keep it brief this week because I don't want to torture you all for an hour if that's how I sound. Yeah. But um, I guess I'll kick off on Red or Reply. On Red or Reply. I'm going to leave this unstable internet on Red. <laughs> um, but... But what can she do? Um, we're on a hot spot right now, ladies and gentlemen, because the Hotel 14, the Wi-Fi ain't hitting. So <laughs> there's that. Um, and I'm going to reply to, I, have I been here a week? Almost a week in Mexico. It's been amazing. I'm currently in Oaxaca City. Um, came here for Day of the Dead. It's been incredible. Um, I went to like a mezcal farm I guess they call it and Mm -hmm. I was with like all these like old Mexican men who like run the mezcal farm and they did a barbecue where literally they just threw like piece of pork on a grill (laughs) with tortillas and it was probably some of the best meat I've ever eaten in my life pause um (laughs) it was so good and yeah, um, I love Day of the Dead. Y'all know I love some ancestral work, so I'm all about it. I think it's hella beautiful. And that's that's the name of that tune. What's going on with y'all? Oh, child. Um, I'm currently planning a corporate retreat that is happening in one week. And I'm extremely, um, I don't even know the words. <laughs> so that is happening. It's, a, it's quite a lot. It is quite a lot. Um, so I guess I'm leaving that on red. I'm also going to leave on red. The woman that, um, tried to curse me in the streets today. I was walking (laughs) to my friend's house to work and it was giving very much, you know, like I'm carrying mad drinks in one of the little trays in my hand. My bag wasn't 
up on my shoulder. So it's falling down into the crook of my elbow. I'm wearing boots. I have on a big ass jacket. I'm, you know, I'm trying to hit my vape at the same time. It's just a lot happening. And this woman is like, can you buy me a cup of coffee? And I'm like, literally, I might have done it any other day, <laughs> but I have 15 things in my hand. I'm like, I'm sorry, I don't. And she, before I can even finish, she's like, God got you. God got you. And I was like, God damn. Like, I do not yeah, need bitch, God, you got me. The fuck? Yo, I told my friend that today. He was like, yeah, she do. He do. Because look at you. You click clacking in the streets with your coffees and multiple beverages. Clearly God got you. <laughs> I was like, man, I'm like, it's just like, girl, it don't got to be all of that. I get it. I would have been down, but now you got to curse me. Lord. Um, and then I'm going to reply to my role play. I tried some role play last week. Um, it was student professor role play um, because the dude that I like hook up with is a prof- like an actual professor and uh, of English. So like the scenario was I was coming in to say like, I really need help with how to use a semicolon. Like, <laughs> when do I use it in a sentence? And he's like, well, how long are these sentences that you're typically trying to use the semicolon in? Are they really long? Are they like eight words, 12 words, 10 words long? (laughs) And I'm like, they're really long sentences, like definitely like 12 words long. And then he's like, and what about these paragraphs you're trying to fit these sentences in? Like, how big are those? And I'm like, they're really small. They're really like tight. It's a tight squeeze. The pages (laughs) are very small. Um, I was also dying laughing the whole time. And he's like, yo, you're fucking it up. you got to commit to it. And I actually kind of like, I wish I could explain the way that he kind of like made the role play shit make sense in my mind. But it was sort of like, because I was like acting and I was acting kind of like in a porny way. And he's like, we just, the point is to just like get us to sex, right? Like we both want to have sex. Just like, what are the steps that are going to take us there? Like, you don't, like, I was just like, this doesn't make sense. Like, how would we start fucking? Oh, wait, like, did we he need say to that? Do- Yes, like we would take like little pauses. <laughs> yes, because I was like, wait, how like how would we be just fucking if you're my professor? Like, I need more steps, but whatever. Then he's like, so think about it this way. And then he like comes behind me. He's like, if this is the semicolon, like if we are the semicolon, then this is the period. And then he like touches me, and then he's like, <gasps> and this is the the comma. And then he puts my hand on his dick, and I was like, <gasps> brilliant, Glenn. This is for Patreon. Stop talking like this. <laughs> My auntie listens to this. Oh my god! Sorry, <laughs> had to give give y'all some 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 juice. No, we love um, it. But yeah, Ooh. so it was mad fun. Um, Go Glenn. Yeah, Go Glenn. Good. yeah, that more. does sound fun. It was a good time. What about you, Chelsea? Chelsea, why do you look so tan? Um, because I'm trying fashion fair. <laughs> makeup. <laughs> okay. <laughs> None of my makeup matches my actual skin color right now. Um, okay, so I'm gonna reply to wait. First of all, I have questions about you guys. This red or reply, Shade, you're in Mexico, you don't miss your boyfriend, I do, but we talk not every day, but I FaceTime him like every few days and we'll talk for a bit. Okay, I think I have an issue because my boyfriend went to Paris this past weekend and I literally was like, it was very like I couldn't sleep and we but FaceTimed every together. day. Yeah, you guys live together. I think it's different. Like I won't see him for a few days at a time normally so it doesn't feel that that different but I am also trying to convince him to fly here next weekend so I guess I do too (laughs) (laughs) is he gonna come I don't know we have a whole committee we have a whole whatsapp chat because one of his friends lives here also and then obviously like my bestie is his bestie so 
we are. It's literally called Get Him to Oaxaca. I mean, to Oaxaca, get him to Mexico. That is the name of the chat thread. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. So I have this new computer and literally my mom keeps calling me and it keeps coming up on the screen and I never connected this to my computer. So I'm confused. It's your iCloud mommy. But it doesn't, it didn't do that on my old computer. Is this a stupid update? I don't need these updates. I don't know, but you're sounding like you're a thousand right now. (laughs) These updates are unnecessary. Um, Honestly, listeners, it was my turn to plan this. And, you know, I really don't have a red reply. Let me think. Oh, we never really talked about. (laughs) We never talked about um, uh, the gala that I went to. Did we? No, no. Okay. so So I went to this gala for the. Studio Art Museum in Harlem. Um, It really celebrates Black artists. They're basically like breaking it down and building this like state of the art museum. So it was like to get donations and stuff. And they raised like millions of dollars at the event. Um, So it was pretty cool. And it made me start thinking that I definitely want to be like one of these like young investors in the arts and like things like that. Um, So that was cool. But then it's it like brought up so many feelings. Like I like fancy shit, which I think most people do. Right. But like it was like confusing. It was like I'm in this space where people are literally at this like nice ass event food open bar a live band um these beautiful gowns and like I'm like it feels good but it also doesn't feel good I don't know what I'm trying to say but it was like it was bringing up all these different feelings I think I wrote some notes while I was there um I was noticing like when people would walk around with the hors d'oeuvres lots of women like wouldn't eat them and I feel like that's like a thing that people do at fancy events like they don't eat the hors d'oeuvres and I'm like I'll take that I'm eating all of them I like to stand by the door where they're exiting from. (laughs) Well, eventually the people kept coming over to my boyfriend and I because we were eating, but everyone else was like, you know, being fancy and like not eating. Um, And then there's this like, like the speakers. I was like, is this their real voice or is this like a prestigious like speaker voice that people Mm. put on? Like, I want to talk about (laughs) it was like very strange. I was like, we're American. I know your ass is from Brooklyn or Harlem. Why are you speaking like a British person? And then it was like, people don't really take pictures. Like I was like, okay, we look really nice. Like, let's take a selfie. Let's take a picture. But like people at these events don't really take pictures. And then I also noticed like there's like constant clapping, like your hands have to always be in the clapping position, like everyone's just clapping at every little thing that's being said. <laughs> it's just that sounds crazy. <laughs> it's just um it's interesting, you know? It's interesting. You know, it is nice to see like all these like CEOs and like mm-hmm. um doctors and like all of this stuff and like investors and like that's really cool cuz everyone there was black. everyone there was black. That was cool. Like there were a few white people, but like it was definitely a black event, but it was like mm-hmm. a black elite event. Um mm-hmm. so it was interesting. Yeah, you were saying, oh, man, I wish I had the chat thread open because you were saying really interesting stuff. But one of the things I feel like you said was like, do I, you were saying that it felt weird, but you were also saying that we're kind of starting to ascend into that space at the same time. So like, how do you grapple with that? Um, And I don't know. I was curious, like, was it like a feeling of like guilt or you were just like, it just felt uncomfortable? Like, um, it was like, 
it was like reminding myself, like not reminding myself that I belong there, but like mm-hmm. in a way, kind of like the kid I was, I, I don't want to like name drop people, but um, yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it was just interesting. It's like feeling of like, yeah, I do want to continue growing in my career. My partner's continuing to grow in his career like we're both growing this is you know my kids probably are gonna have a different experience than I did which um is good but like also I want them to be like real people and grounded and not feel like they have to speak in this weird British accent voice (laughs) oh my that's so (laughs) fucking cringe yeah but it's also beautiful to see like oh look at all these successful ass black people educated black people who are very happy being around other black people right Mm-hmm. Um, but black people of a certain elf. exactly like um, what kind of black? And people Glenn, I right. I wonder your perspective as um a child of Jack and Jill. <laughs> <laughs> like, do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like it's so. And yeah, then it was, was like, yeah, no, 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 go. No, I mean, I was thinking about this to like prior to our recording because I was like, maybe we'll revisit this topic because even though I'm a child of Jack and Jill, I always talk about this. Like, I was a, a part of like the Brooklyn chapter, which I think gives us a certain level of grounding. And even our, even though many of us had had privilege and there's ways to live a very privileged life in Brooklyn, you still are exposed to lots of different lifestyles. Like um, for the most part, most of the people I was in Jack and Jill with went to public school. There would be, I would find myself in moments when I would go hang out with like private school black kids and I'd be like, oh, y'all are on like some next shit. Like I don't <laughs> live like this. Like there's this party that's every winter called the Comas. It's like a men's, like kind of like a frat, but not really. They have this big, huge party. Society? Yeah, it's like a society. Exactly. And one of our neighbors is in it. And my dad loves going to this party. But like, we would be going there as like hanger ons. Like basically everybody has to buy a table and you bring your own food and bottles and you go to like from table to table and like eat people's shit. But we like never had a table. Like we never had like a seat. Like we would just be walking around. And I remember one time I went and I saw a girl from Jack and Jill. I think she might've been Manhattan chapter. And she's like, oh, where's your table? I'm like, girl, I don't got no table. And she's like, are you going to be at the vineyard this summer? I'm like, no, girl, I've never been there. I've been there one time in the wintertime, like not even when it was like popping. So like, I very much have (laughs) seen parts of this world, but I I don't really consider myself a part of it. Like my parents, I think, worked very hard to like not be a part of it. Like they're like not really into that shit. Like it's just like a, 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 a a byproduct of like, them being entrepreneurs, I guess, and having certain status in career. But like, yeah, I never saw myself as a part of that world. Like, I think if I was at that event, I would have been looking like, what the fuck? Like, I've often felt myself in those spaces feeling like I'm like looking into it, like not really a part of it, you know? And I also feel like even though my parents are in this process of creating this like generational wealth situation, I'm the first person of the line. So I don't, automatically feel very much like I'm in it like I'm like secure in it like there's still a lot of responsibility and pressure on me to be the person that continues to build it so that two Mm -hmm. generations from now like my great grandkids would be the the kids that are like on the vineyard if they choose Mm -hmm. to and like very comfortable in this space but I also don't yeah I don't know that I want to just be comfortable in those kind of spaces like I I don't ooh, like I I don't know I'm thinking about these fake accents and I'm like I don't know how I feel about that shit you know what I mean why do you think your mom put you in Jack and Jill do you know um somebody just nominated her I don't even think my mother had ever even heard about it before and she was like oh Mm. sounds like she'll get to like go to some activities meet people people, whatever like it wasn't really like a whole thing yeah yeah um 
Yeah, no, it's a good point that you bring up about because same, right? Like, I mean, my mom, obviously single mom, immigrant mom, but like I've, I've been in, you know, very fancy places or whatever, but like the people I'm around, they've been in these places. Their parents have been in these places. Their grandparents have been in these places. Like, it's like, they come from this, they breathe this. Um, and so that's like a, a different experience. Um, of like being able to be like, do you know who my grandpa is? Like, and like yes. that actually kind of meaning something because your grandpa was like this a CEO of right. whatever company. Um, it's also like this weird survivor's remorse thing. Like um, mm. I, the trajectory I'm on, I, is going to be very different. <laughs> than what I was raised in. Right. So, um, I don't know. It was just a weird feeling, but then at the same time, it's like pinching yourself and being like, stop, get these feelings out of your head. Like you belong in whatever space you want to belong in. Like you got on a, a freaking uh, Lulu's dress and you look better than half these bitches in here effortlessly Ooh. with a $90 Ooh. dress on, you know, like Ooh. just, I don't know interesting yeah Yeah. that is so fascinating so after you were messaging me about that I definitely called my mom and I was like how did great grandma buy this house (laughs) because I was just like how did we have this like I was just curious like where because I was like okay I know my grandmother great grandmother came from like the south like Alabama and I would assume that like her family were like either sharecroppers or like post reconstruction slavery times. So I was like, how did she end up buying this house? And my mom was like, Shade, <laughs> your grandmother had money. I said, what? How? Like, I guess like her mom put her in like boarding school and she became a nurse and like she got the money from her grandmother and they were like all about like saving their money and like investing and all this shit. And it was like, I had no idea. I was just like, that's so fascinating. So she was kind of like explaining to me, like, in a sense, there is like generational wealth here, but it just looks very different than a white man's generational wealth. What looks like like the elitist energy or or some of these people at these, like, these are black people, but like, like they have planes, some of them. Right. No, oh my God. Wealth, wealth. (laughs) It's wealth, wealth. It's crazy. But even like thinking about stuff like that. And I was just like, it's wild to think like what is attainable. And and I think that's a like particularly interesting thing about the black elite. Like, I'm not trying to judge anyone there, but I'm like, how did you get all that money? (laughs) Looking at how the playing field definitely was not probably even for your great grand or your grand makes me curious. I don't know. I'm not saying nobody was doing nothing funny, but I'm just curious. That's yeah. I feel like a lot of it is luck, which is why I think when we had that conversation last week, I think I said like, like black people's wealth can be like taken, taken. away real fast. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's like luck. I think. I mean, it's obviously it's being smart, being strategic, hard but work. hard work. Yeah, and a little bit of luck because a lot of people work very hard and they won't ever get there. Well, T I got was that the money. So my grandfather's grandfather he swears 
is Native American, but that he's a white man. Okay. He's like, he's definitely mixed. And my mom told me that he got the money from his father, who was definitely like a white, probably slave owner of sorts. And that's how they like put my grandma into like this board, my great grandma into this boarding school and into nursing and gave her money to invest in the property. So I'm like, oh, it's dirty money, but whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, also it's just like times are like, it's just like the cost of things now versus like the cost of things 20, 30, 40 years ago. It's like if people were just like a little more strategic back then and like bought, mm-hmm. it, it, it was feasible, you know, now for a lot of people, it's not feasible to buy um, at all, at all. Yeah. Um, hopefully that changes, but everything's just getting more and more expensive. Um, yeah. So who has a hotline or a hotline bling? Yes, my hotline blingeth with the birth of a new baby in the family. My family loves to create new group chats all the freaking time. So now this group chat is the same people in the typical family group chat. They just added my cousin's girlfriend um, who just gave birth. His name is Nikolai Blackwood, St. Ville. He was born yesterday and we have oh. no boys. Like we have no boys. There's like, he's going to be so it's spoiled. So many girls. Yeah. So we're hype. And I'm kind of jealous that my cousin did the middle name Blackwood. Cause I was like, that's fire. That's my grandpa's name. So now I'm like, oh yeah, I'm incorporating that. I don't care that you did it first. Um, but yeah, the hotline is blinging with lots of beautiful pictures of the baby. So a friendly group chat I'm happy to be in. Yes. Usually I leave them. <laughs> that is adorable. Oh, babies. I miss kids so much now that I'm not teaching anymore. You guys have no idea. Um, okay. Uh, I have one. Uh, literally or, the way I just, my heart fucking dropped into my vagina. One of my um, friends got off birth control. Oh, shit. Not see, a heart it's, dropped it's into happening. my vagina. Excuse me, it's ma'am. Happening. What did you say? What did you just say? One of my friends got off birth control. Okay, I thought that's what you said. And I was oh, like, no, 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 no. Loki, I think I had a dream that Chelsea had a baby. You had a it's dream? coming back to me. Yeah, I kind of remember this now. Well, that doesn't mean but anything. But babies it's mean you, something you else. Mean, you have to dream a fish. Right, exactly. Fish, yeah. So it might what mean like abundance. Yeah, wealth or something. Yeah. Mm. You'd love to see it. My good sis, that's a black girl doing shit. Um, okay, so y'all follow Side Talk, right? Or you know the page no. on Instagram. Side, Side Talk. Talk NYC? Yeah, they'd be like, <gasps> bing bong. Yes, the lady. Oh, no. I'm not even going to talk about her, but yes. But Side Talk basically is this like Instagram account where they like go to like New York institutions or events and they'll have different people just going in the street interviewing people. You know it, Chelsea, because you just posted it. They went outside of like a Knicks game and everybody was like losing their shit. Or they oh, went, like, I love that. Video. Feast, or they go, they went to the um, Puerto Rican Day Parade or the Dominican Day Parade. I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the Dominican Day Parade. Anyway, there's this woman that they sometimes feature. Her name is Crackhead Barney. She's like a performance artist and she'll go to like, she went to <gasps> an Amelia Banks me her. Con- concert and was like, it's hilarious. She was like, she's crazy she's gone to like trump rallies dressed in trump masks and like just triggered all these people she'll it's just like hilarious like 
it's hilarious. It's it's like street performance art, like just stirring up political conversations and stuff. Um, and I think it's it's really brilliant and smart. She interviews people and asks them questions in this really backwards way, and they'll they'll catch themselves just exposing themselves as anti-vaxxers and all kind of shit. <laughs> and it's just brilliant. Like it's some shit that should be like on the Tonight Show or something. Like mm. I see I see big things for our girl. Um, and yeah, that's Crackhead Barney on Instagram. And should we hop into the group chat? Yeah. And now a word from our sponsors. Chelsea, Sade, and I have all been on our own workout journeys this year. And let me tell you, it has been a journey. For me, I always get thrown off because whenever I have a day planned to go to the gym and something comes up, I got to work late, I get invited to last minute drinks with friends, I end up missing days and days and days at the gym and then I get thrown off my game. That's why we were all so excited when Obey Fitness entered the group chat a few months ago. Basically, Obey is a digital fitness platform that streams daily live classes with a ton of on-demand options too. When I only have 10 minutes, I squeeze in a Pilates core. And when I'm feeling spicy, I go for a dance hit, which literally will have me dripping in sweat. Whatever my mood or schedule, it's always so easy to find a workout that makes me feel good. Plus, it's vibey. The soundtracks are always bumping and the instructors are so much fun. And the best part is you can add your friends on the Obey app. So the girls and I have been able to work out together and hold each other accountable. Real talk, it's probably the best time I've had working out. So if you're waiting for a sign, this is it. You can use code BGT to get one month free at Obey Fitness. That's obefitness.com. Hey, BGT listeners. Have you ever seen a vitamin water display at your local store? It's like walking into an actual rainbow. Is it just me or are the flavors of vitamin water insanely attractive? Plus, with titles like Energy, Revive, Focus, Refresh, Essential, Power C, and Triple X, it's easy to pick a flavor to match your vibe. The real flex is flavor. Don't forget to check out the newest flavors, Gutsy Watermelon Peach and Look Blueberry Hibiscus. All right, y'all. It's time for the group chat. So for the group chat this week, um, I wanted to touch on some Clubhouse topics. If you don't know, Clubhouse is an audio talking app um, and where people cover a bunch of different topics. So I wanted to get your take on a few of the room titles. So the first Hold one Hold on really is- quickly. I just wanted to also say, if you're watching YouTube, yes, we're in different locations. Things have changed. <laughs> Don't be alarmed. <laughs> yes. Um, hopefully the sound is not that different, but yes. Okay. The first one is you will never be a wife posting thirst traps on Instagram. No. Negative. Who's saying these things? Is it men or do you think it's more women or both? Mm, I'm trying to think back on that room. I think it was led by men, but there were women on the stage booty clapping. Pick me in booty clap. Pick me in. Pick me shas. That shit is hilarious. Booty clap. Make it stop. Me Make off. it stop. I I mean, this is I obviously don't like agree. Though. I'm queen thirst trap. I was gonna gang, say, gang, gang. what else do you post on the gram but traps? Whether they're overt traps or subtle traps. I don't post traps. Uh, well, you, you cuffed. I mean, I would post traps regardless. You be po- Let me see. I'm about to look on your page because some <laughs> things be traps. Like even if I post like a, a little selfie, like if my if depending on how my eyes are positioned and how open my mouth is, that shit is a trap. You know what I mean? Like this is somewhat of a trap. Not how open my mouth That's is. That's not a trap. It's That's a little a bit lusty, though. That's a though. cute picture. It's a little bit lusty. No one's going to see that and be like, wow, she's a whore that I can fuck. It's just they like, might. oh, she's pretty. Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel 
it, it doesn't allude to sex. Is this is this not a subtle trap? I'm I'm showing a picture now of Chelsea on a boat. No, that's not a trap. If okay, you yeah, read the caption, it's about body love. Oh, that is true. Yeah, I guess so. Really you could cool have you could have body love and trap at the same Wait, time. Whole, whole time that yeah. is the quintessential trap is when the girls post a trap with the inspiring comment underneath. <laughs> oh, is, that, is that your strategy? <laughs> That's just what I see the girls do. That's what they do. Okay, so you guys don't agree. You think don't you agree. can be a wife while posting thirst traps? Absolutely. I I will say though, I have been more mindful of how much I trap mm, now that you have a man. Yeah, because like he don't want my titties all over instagram and so that's what the men in the group and the pick me shows were saying um <laughs> is that is that no man wants his goods out presented for the world not that he owns you but like you know you're his he's yours you guys kind of like have each other and so if you're just sharing his what he loves and his goodies to the world then it makes it like less special to him i think like overly trapping unless that is your profession is a bit much um but you know you're feeling sexy you want to do a little something but yeah normally i mean y'all know i'm in mexico you probably would have seen all of my breasts multiple times already and you probably haven't really seen much of them yet have not seen them We'll yeah. see after the mezcal. Yeah, we shot. Correct. <laughs> um, okay. The next one was, should black people act white at work? No. Uh, first of all. What does that even mean? Right. We're not saying act white anymore. <laughs> we, we all know about code switching, but I feel like we have to stop associating like that shit with whiteness. And I, and nice. I also think that we also like have been having these conversations about not code switching. And in my last job, I mentioned this like on a past episode that I was like, when I started my job before my new job that I was like shit am I gonna have to code switch because I work with these white ladies I was in there talking just like this every day like "Mm, nah I don't think that's a good idea like literally that's how I be talking I would say like that's (laughs) not be talking my mom would be slapping your hand right now I would say that (laughs) we can't just be doing that like I would say shit like that oh it's so crazy because I I text like (laughs) that that. but I don't speak like that but I love texting a I'd be something. I don't know why. I think everyone kind of changes the vibe at work. Like, do y'all walk around being like, sure, great, amazing. Like, no, like, but when I'm talking to my coworkers, I'm like, sure, that's great. Good job, so-and-so. Like, thank you. That's amazing. Whereas when I talk to y'all, I'm like, yeah, y'all bitches did a good job. It was lit. <laughs> like, obviously. I'm not okay, yeah, we're not going to do like, that. Yes, that. I'm not cussing at work, but outside of that, I'm pretty much the same. I also oh, curse, curse at, a work, lot at work a lot. We curse a lot at work. <laughs> oh, yeah, other people on my team do, but I never, I feel like that's unprofessional. But people on my team do. I can't bring myself to cuss at work. I didn't for a while. And then I just realized what a team of potty mouths I work with. And we, like, literally, my boss just got off the phone with me because this woman who was so fucking annoying was like trying to kind of, I guess, woman'splain, but it was like, you know, like tell us, because I don't want to say mansplain, it was a woman, but she was like trying to tell us shit we already knew. My mm. boss calls me like, that fucking bitch, can you oh believe God. her? And I was oh, like, oh. I know, she's so annoying. <laughs> and like, that, that's a bit that. much. Yeah. At yeah, my job, well, someone might drop an F bomb yeah. or the S bomb. I don't. I don't curse at all at work. I don't. Okay, so that's a little that's a little switch up. Not that you're acting yeah. white, but you don't curse. Yeah, I don't curse. Um, I just don't see it as professional. Okay, the next one is, ooh, this one is spicy. Why are trans women arguing with real women? 
Ooh. I was in quotes if you couldn't hear it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I popped into that room. It was last night. Um because so I was like, really this... be on that app. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. It's entertaining. Why. Man. It is so work from home. I'm by myself. Yeah. It's just like drama. Um, yeah, I mean that that title is obviously very inflammatory. Um, when I was in there, there was like some turfs in there, some white turfs talking wild, and I did peep like a lot of Give us black and brown people comma. in there. Uh, trans exclusionary radical femmes. Correct. Yes. Um, And I also just, yeah, I learned a little bit more about like radical feminists recently and it's like real intense, but. J.K. um, Rowling. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, But I did, I really liked the way I watched like or heard these like black and brown folks, whether queer or not, and they're just like telling this woman, like you need to, you need to relax. Like everything you're saying is fucking foul and just not true and unreasonable. Like she was talking about um, like access to like healthcare and all this type of shit. And as if they like trans women were taking away resources and like some other people in there were saying that they don't like that trans women center themselves in conversations or something. I don't know. I Anyway, I think that the, the title is nonsensical. I don't like that distinction between real women. Like, what does that really mean? I don't like that either, but I will say, I mean, I feel like it's similar to like a article, right? People probably make clubhouse headlines that are mm-hmm. clickbaity, but there has been a lot of conflict, particularly um, among like this group of people that are kind of pitting themselves against like trans women versus black women. Like, mm-hmm. oh, trans women steal their study from black women. Or we've heard Miss Nikita Dragon say that I think she said that we steal from trans we steal from trans women and we want to look like her and so I I don't know enough to really speak on this topic like I feel like this is all so new to me like obviously there have been trans folks around forever but I feel like really like entering into the conversation um it's what been the past few years so I don't know how you could say that is true or false. I, I I don't know. Like, but there's definitely an influence that black women, I will say distinctly, have on the gay community overall, the LGBTQ community. That's and I fact. think we take from them as well. So, mm-hmm. but um, I can't, I'm not gonna say that someone's not a real woman. Like, if that's your experience, that's your experience. Yeah. When I was in there, I actually heard a black woman who was like a black woman turf. Um, and she was, what was she saying? She was just like uh describing how having like a vagina specifically makes you live or experience specific things, which I can agree with. I think having a vagina, it comes with specific things, right? Like vaginal health, for example. I don't know. Um but I don't know if that is what makes you a real woman. But then she was saying how trans women actually like offend her because they're like caricatures of women. And then I was like, okay, you're speaking about a specific type of trans woman. Like not all trans Correct. women are, you know, wearing makeup and all that stuff. Slash some cis women do do that. So it was just like, do the Claremont twins offend her? Right. I was right. like, there are a lot of. <laughs> cis women that are very like exaggerated and like beat face all the time and like plastic surgery breasts and all this stuff so and like what does that have to do with her does it make her feel like she now has to subscribe to a certain look to be considered feminine like is that what she's getting at I don't know she kept saying it was offensive and I was just like girl girl, why what these people doing to you (laughs) yeah like who cares I really just like don't care (laughs) like 
let people do what they're gonna do it has literally nothing to do with you like at all like that's literally how i feel i just don't (laughs) care um okay like care about you know what i mean okay yeah yeah um okay the other title was divest from black men or be poor (laughs) (laughs) bro kings That's hilarious. There was also a room that said our kings are in Europe. <laughs> oh, yeah. That exactly. was actually hilarious. And I was remembering when I used to say, I'm looking for a white king. And, uh, and it made me uncomfortable. It was a yeah. joke. It was a joke. I know. But it even now joke. that I think about it, I'm like, oh, I'll never make that joke again. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, listen, joke. sis, do what you want to do if that's how you feel. But don't go on a whole campaign trying to tear the black man poor. down. <laughs> Right. Like, come on now. That's not right. Glenn, thoughts? Yeah, I mean, I don't, I really, I was curious. <laughs> what do they mean by, or be poor? <laughs> uh, you trying to say black men are bums? Yeah, they they actually call them um dusties. Ooh, this is I not know, okay. It's, it's right, foul. Listen, I've heard some of the most foul, horrendous diatribes from black men <laughs> on Clubhouse. So I could see how they might get all caught up in that whole melee and start making rooms like that. Like I've heard black men on those stages say the most disgusting things about black women. It's wild. Well, there is a new person on Clubhouse who is making waves on the application. His name is Tommy Sotomayor. Girl. Guys, Girl. have you heard of him? Yes. No. He's hor- Oh my God. He's like Candace Owens, but like worse. Like... Anyways, he made a room called Black Women Are the Bottom of the Barrel. <laughs> what barrel? Oh, my God. And he wears his, like, MAGA hat. And he sounds like Uncle Ruckus. And at first I thought it was, like, a joke. But, like, this man... And it probably is a joke. Like, he probably doesn't believe half the shit he's saying. But, like, right. he says it. And it's, like, very violent, the things that he says. Like, oh. Gosh, we can talk about it on the Patreon, but I feel like it might be too trigger warning-y. They but do like anything he says for some, clout. Yeah, it's like he says some disgusting stuff. Um, But yeah, yeah. what would you do if, if someone just says, you're a black woman and you're the bottom of the barrel? <laughs> Are you paying my motherfucking bills? <laughs> I know somewhere. Like, yeah, like I don't even, I couldn't even argue with these people. Like I watched the same, again, and that's what I'm like, are these people doing this for entertainment? Like, I don't know. I would not subject myself to those conversations with these people because it it goes nowhere. Um, yeah, I would, I would not and engage. I'm curious on like the women who are divesting and, and talking all this shit. Like, have they actually dated white men or are they just like idolizing them? Idolizing. Yeah. Like fantasizing about an experience because like, I can't say I've dated all white men, but I've dated white men. And it is very different when you take your black ass to their white ass house. And for Easter, you're eating uh, casseroles. And uh, that's all I'm going to say. So slash, it's just like, to me, that's like, it's so, I don't know if I were a white man, I would be offended too, because like, they're not all the same. Just like not all black men are the same, right? Some, there are probably some great white men and there are probably, and for a fact, I know that there are some terrible <laughs> white men. Like, yes. same thing with black men. There are great black men and some terrible black. Like, it's so stupid. And you're right, Glenn, in terms of, like, not engaging. Yes, I'm on the app quite a lot because I work from home and I'm by myself. But, like, I don't talk. I'm what you would call in Clubhouse an ornament because... Ah. <laughs> 
I get brought up on stages and invited on stages, but like, I don't really talk because like I'm a, I have way too much to lose. And on the app, there's something called doxing where they like figure out your freaking address, phone number, where you work, everything about. Yeah. So I'm not trying to get into it with these crazy people, Um, which Glenn, if you go back on the app, you'll see my all my social is disconnected. My Smart. new name on there is Miss Pinky. And I'm a, the picture is a picture of a puppy. Smart, smart, <laughs> no smart, smart. Attached to me. Because I'm just like, these people are actually insane. And no, they be wilding. They be making threats on people's lives and all that kind of stuff on there. It's, yeah. that, like, it's crazy. It's crazy. It's madness. And people will literally be like screaming in their phones. And I'm just picturing them in their basement. Veins right. busting in their heads. At yelling at a stranger Not that the they've basement. never met, that they never will meet about a topic as stupid as black women are the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> like, who cares that this put it that way? It's so <laughs> ridiculous. It's really ridiculous. And people be on there. I wonder all what our ancestors are long. thinking. People be on there all day long. So there's a thing on Clubhouse where, like, it'll be several mod- moderators and they'll take turns, like, sleeping. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, like, to keep the room going, but, like, one will be asleep because it's like literally 3 a.m. in the morning. And like, why are you up screaming about this stupid ass topic? Okay. The last one is, by the way, this is an anti clubhouse episode. Don't download the application unless you are on the app and you want to see black girls sexing do something. Cause I've been saying, I was to say, wait, wait, they might want to send us some coin. Hold up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the last thing is called no one wants to marry a baby mama. <laughs> That's just false. Cause so many baby mamas get married. So next. <laughs> what about baby daddies? No, I think Glenn, you didn't have to go baby. there. <laughs> what I'm saying. Oh. I'm just saying, like, people be having She's kids on both sides of the coin. But people do be talking shit about people, about men with kids too. So I bet there were some men in there making that room that have kids themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> sure yep, do. Correct. Because <laughs> apparently it's okay to be a baby daddy, but like a, an issue if you're a baby mama. Correct. So. Because you can't your value is lessened because your womb is not fresh y'all know how i feel <laughs> my planned parenthood campaign for vasectomies it's the whole teppery it's just whole teppery. a whole teppery for me yeah i don't know i feel like people have kids like you said like we're grown and it's not like people were literally getting married simply because they were with child yeah and 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 now we don't do that anymore thank god like it's not that big of a deal yeah i mean i was thinking about even i mean i guess we'll get more context on this in the future episodes of insecure but we talked about this in the last episode like shit you think you're gonna start a whole new life with somebody but it's actually kind of different because this dude had a kid like and while they were just had a kid on the way while they were just restarting their relationship um but yeah i mean i think when people don't and this sounds different, what they were talking about with the baby mama shit, but like when people have hesitancy to get in relationships with people who already have children, it could be informed by the fact that they're like, damn, it's going to make things more difficult, more complicated. You're, you're not going to always be here for our kids. You might have to leave and go be with the other kid. Or like, now we have to figure out how to become a blended family. Like those are things to consider, but they're not like roadblocks. People have been doing it for years. And yes, it's probably easier said than done. Like... I am queen in my mind of wanting one baby daddy, but who fucking knows? And I do want to be married before I have children. I do. But again, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I might pull a shotgun wedding on your asses. Because <laughs> I'm on birth control, but. I was going to um, say, I mean, I, I, I'm I sure control that, that. It won't happen to me. I will control that situation. <laughs> but yeah. 
Yeah. I'm over here playing God on birth control. But uh, yeah, that's all I have for you, really. That was great. <laughs> I'm also dealing with like, oh, I can't like breathe right now. Um, well, you look nice. Oh, thanks. I put on a little a little lipstick on mm-hmm. these big old. I was going to say something racist to myself. <laughs> I was going to say something <laughs> mean to you, but like as a joke. <laughs> What were you gonna say biatch? I was gonna be like your bottom of the barrel lips. Like, uh-huh. come on now. You don't try to say black women are the bottom of the barrel. Look at this bitch, Chelsea. Look at this. Are y'all kidding? This is is this what it's y'all bo- think is the bottom these, of the barrel? If this these, is the uh, bottom of the barrel, then I wanna be in that barrel. People are fucking <laughs> stupid. There's so many things I want to say, but you know, some people are so serious these days. I'm not gonna make those kinds of jokes. So, um, anyways, guys, you know what we should do? What we should invite listeners on. Oh, yeah. I would love to do that. So if you're interested, email us at hello at blackgirlsexting.com. Well, my nose is running oh. Oh. Um, and I can't get up and get a tissue. Um, and this one's already. We could do like five. What would you do with y'all? Would you do whatever? Oh, what we would have, you do? We have one. Do you want me to read Same, it? We could bring a guest, on, like bring listeners on to do what yes. we do with us. But yeah. Oh, so yes. Things, literally email us at hello at blackgirlsexting. We love when you all email us. We always incorporate it. Um, what's this week's What Would You Do? Chardonnay. Don't do that. What would you do? After I was so nice to her. You see how she treats me? Because <laughs> um, I'm bottom of the barrel. <laughs> just kidding. Okay, so I don't know if this person wants us to say her name, so I just won't say it. Um, but she says, hey, oh, no. Wow, I should read. Hey, BGT, my name is Rachel, <laughs> and I'm a big fan of the show. Y'all are doing awesome. Keep it up. Anyway, I was recently in a car wreck where I was hit by a driver who was drunk four times over the legal limit. Sorry, girl. Hope you're okay. And my best friend, in quotes, never called me or came to see me the whole week after the accident. When I confronted her about it, she said she knows I don't like to talk about some things. And she was waiting for me to reach out to her. It's so hard not to react when you're reading these. What the fuck? Am I crazy wrong for thinking she should have called or come to my place? Should we stay still stay friends mm. you are not crazy that doesn't even make any fucking sense it don't matter if you don't like to talk about shit you're not gonna call me and see if i'm okay like that doesn't make any sense you're not like fucking concerned i would be yeah. running like i would be trying to find you like i'd be trying to do that yeah. shit not only calling or text that's i'm sorry that's 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 weird it's weird and yeah. to say you don't like talking about stuff like okay maybe she's not like oh i'm gonna open up my childhood trauma but she was in a whole last accident like that's completely different like you go see your friends when something happens to them like sure if you know that like they don't typically like to talk about their feelings or things like that i feel like that is not the same as like i got into an accident could have lost my whole ass life and you think i'm gonna reach out to you that's crazy wait and she said this is her best friend in quotes yeah, yeah quote that's unquote, a, best friend yeah that's weird um but i don't think that this means you should never talk to the girl again yeah i yeah, think yeah, this yeah. is an opportunity now to reset boundaries and reset mm-hmm. expectations and let her know point blank period it hurt my feelings that i literally could have died and you have mm-hmm. not called me or come over with like a little fruit basket mm-hmm. flower something and i understand what you said that you thought i wouldn't be uncomfortable with that for the record no i was looking for that i wanted you to do that mm-hmm. and so now you set the expectation 
hopefully, God willing, nothing like this will ever happen to you again. But now she knows what would need to be done if something did happen. And as a friend, what you expect. So well said, Chelsea. Very, very mature. Yeah, it's like, okay, sis, you don't have to come here and talk to me about the intricacies and like the trauma and all of that. But like, I just want you to be beside me at the very least, like company. We can Mm -hmm. sit in silence. We could watch a show, all those things. So yeah, I agree, Chelsea, a reset. It's probably going to be hard to say, maybe, because you have to kind of explore like this. You have to revisit the fact that you did just go through an accident, which you might be processing. It's trying to be hard for you to process yourself right now, but um, definitely worth addressing with homegirl. Yeah. And I also think it's important to remember, like with anyone that you're in a relationship with, like you all come into the relationship being brought up differently. You have Mm -hmm. different values, like you're different people. So it is very possible. I mean, it's hard for me to understand that or to fathom, but it is very possible that she's, she genuinely felt like you didn't want her, maybe because that's how she was raised. I don't know. So I think just having that conversation and if she's your friend, give her the benefit of the doubt that like she actually thought that was the best thing and just like let her know, actually, that wasn't the best thing. But I hope you're okay. I hope you're okay too. Um, you're not tripping at all, but yes, take Chelsea's advice. Yeah, always take Chelsea's advice. Okay, um, we didn't say all that. We didn't say all that. Um, I'm also very excited for Housewives tonight. Two hours. Oh, shit, we're going to be recording. All right, fine. Um, but anyways, guys, if you want to send us advice, email us, hello at Black Girls Texting. Instagram, you can also DM us at Black Girls Texting. Twitter, Black Girls Text 1. YouTube, Black Girls Texting. Patreon, Black Girls Texting. And by the way, guys, this is an independent podcast. Independent, which means we are taking our own hard-earned money. I know Glenn told everyone she was rich, but the rest of us are working women. I am I'm not. <laughs> so I'm please not. Uh, send us some funds. Uh, Patreon is a really easy way to do it, but there's also just like a support tab at blackgirlstexting.com. And also rate, follow, subscribe, share. Leave comments. So well said. She takes us out so well. All right, y'all. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thanks again for listening to Black Girls Texting. Make sure to rate and review this podcast wherever you listen and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Oh, and don't forget to text every group chat you're in and tell them to check us out. Follow your girls at Black Girls Texting and we'll see you next week. Bye.